Hey, welcome to the Breakfast Benediction Podcast. My name is Kenny Smallhorn. We've made it to the end of season one, and I'd like to thank every person that has listened up to this point. I appreciate it, and I hope that you might have taken something away, even if it was just a laugh. The first interview that I did was with my friend, Maggie. The episode was insightful. She had a lot of interesting things to say. However, we were constantly interrupted by a poor Wi-Fi signal. While I did my best to edit around these parts, if you listen back on that episode, you'll notice how many times that we lost our connection. Maggie returns today, and we have another conversation, this time with better Wi-Fi signal. It's a fun conversation about Christmas decorations, coffee beans, and we go through our Spotify wrapped. My favorite part about having these conversations with different people are that they are instances where a signal might drop, a dog might bark, or the construction workers will jackhammer right outside my apartment window. These are part of the online world that uh, we're living in right now, and it's what makes it unique. Each of these conversations and interviews that I've done has been unique, and I appreciate each person that has taken their time to share themselves. I'm grateful to everyone that has listened and responded with feedback and topics to talk about. Thank you, and I hope you have a happy holidays, and I hope that you return in the spring with me for more episodes of Breakfast Benediction. With all of this being said, here is me figuring out my Skype connection with Maggie. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. cool. Oh, okay. It's recording. <laughs> are you uh, are you back in Champagne or are you at home? Yes, we're in Champagne. This is gotcha. my Christmassy house here. <laughs> oh yeah, it doesn't look anything like when I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I think last time I was sitting in my office, which like we really had not started like decorating anything yet, so I just really had like a blank wall behind me. And now I'm yeah. like, oh, I can sit in my kitchen because I have, like, our little Christmas tree provided by Spring Grove Nursery, of course, <laughs> and our twinkle lights that we hung. So feeling very festive here. Yeah, it looks good. My room's not decorated, but my living room is. But I still have, like, some of my Halloween decorations up. <laughs> I've got, like, ghosts I had this the little... ceiling. <laughs> I had this, like, sloth witch thing that... I really don't know how to explain it other than it was a sloth that had, like, a witch hat and a broom. And I hung it in my doorway, and I think I kept it up until, like, a week ago. So, I feel you. That's fair. That's fair. I, I love Halloween decorations. I I like Christmas decorations, too. But I like Halloween. I, I don't know. I like the mix of it. Like, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You get the mashup there. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's what I'm calling it. Last year, like it. last year we left up our Christmas tree, and we were just gonna like decorate it for each holiday, like for Valentine's Day and like <laughs> like St. Patrick's Day. But it didn't make it past St. Patrick's Day, because then we were, oh we're like, gosh. it's really in the that's... way. <laughs> <So we laughs> yeah, I think we actually kept up. Yeah, we got, like, a little tree last year, too, um, from, like, the grocery store, like, the plate, the spot outside the grocery store, and um, the tree was probably only, like, I don't know, two feet tall or something. It was very tiny, and we pretty much just, like, kept it in our windowsill until, like, quarantine started, basically, and we we're like, okay, we got to have a fresh start here now. <laughs> like, yeah, new this season. tree needs to go. Yeah, and we moved it to take it to the dumpster, and, like, all of the needles fell off in our living room. I'm like, this is what I get. <laughs> so your tree is from, like, your family, like mm -hmm. your family farm? Yeah, so usually they don't um, – yeah, for those who do not know, my family has a tree farm, and um, – but they don't really sell, like, Christmas trees, um, but there have been some Christmases in the past where we're just like, you know what, why don't we just, like, go out and cut down a tree and, like – call it a day so that's what we did this year we went up to the farm last week and just like walked around drove around looked at things and then finally like found our little crop of tiny little trees and <laughs> went and cut them down and got one for me and then my dad cut one down for my grandma so it was that's a nice fun day. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys do that for other people or or just like for the family? Usually just for the family. Like most of the trees that they do sell go to like park districts or cities or big projects and stuff. So not really like the um, the retail side of things, but they've considered yeah. it like maybe. But Christmas trees, trees are, are typically like they're shipped in, right? From like Michigan or. So. Yeah. When we lived in North Carolina, there were like legit Christmas tree farms. Like you pretty much were just like driving out in the country. And then all of a sudden you would see like miles of Christmas trees. Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah, I know North Carolina has a lot of Christmas trees out there, but I feel like, yeah, Michigan has some too. But it was cool to be able to like walk around and be like, that's the one that I want. And then there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's like uh, pumpkins in Illinois. Isn't mm-hmm. it? Isn't it something like it's a ridiculous percentage of pumpkins in the U.S. come from Illinois. I think we're like the top producer of pumpkins, but don't yeah. quote me on <laughs> I Well, I think so too, but I wouldn't quote myself on that either. But like that's crazy that like you don't – like have you ever talked to someone from another state and you're like, oh, you don't have like pumpkin patches that you go to? <laughs> like that's not everywhere else has that? Yeah, I feel – yeah. We ended up being able to go to um, Curtis Orchard here during the spring, or the spring, the fall, um, <laughs> and walked around. They have, like, a huge pumpkin patch, and then at the very back of it, they have, like, this giant field of zinnias and, like, wildflowers and stuff that we just, like, happened upon. And so we were just, like, we spent, like, half an hour walking around this field of flowers. It was so picturesque. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Did you know that I worked at Curtis Orchard last year? No way. What'd you do there? I was the cashier. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Was so it was fun? Like, Did you like it? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I like, I always like small businesses. I always <laughs> would prefer to work like for a small business. Like when, especially when I was in college, like taking jobs like that. Yeah, those are nice. Well... I guess we didn't really do an introduction, but uh, so you did the very first uh, interview podcast that we yeah. did, and you're going to do the last one for this season. Um, like, this will be the last podcast of the season, so thank you. Thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't really have anything in particular to talk about. I'm not going to lie. I came home from work today. I took a nap. I wrote a few <laughs> questions down, but that's about it. <laughs> nice. What, how long was your shift today? Like, where'd you work? Uh, I worked, I, I was scheduled for six hours. I worked five, but I got up at like, got up at five today. What, did you work yeah. today? I did not work today. Today is my Saturday, quote unquote. Usually I'm off Thursdays and Fridays, but I still, because like our store is on, Uh, reduced hours right now so we start we open at six instead of five um, which has been pretty nice but I still woke up today at like five (laughs) like I I don't know but I ended up falling back asleep and sleeping until like noon so I can't until noon (laughs) yeah yeah I was so tired I just like that's a pretty big jump (laughs) I know (laughs) I woke up with Zach because he whatever Whenever he goes to work before I do, I like to, you know, try to get up, make breakfast, you know, be nice. And then I'm just like, all right, I'm out. And then I go back to bed and then I wake up at noon again. That's how my how my weekends go. <laughs> gotcha. Do you do you do the thing where you wake up and you're like five more minutes and then you wake oh, yeah. up and you're like, all right, five more minutes. And you just keep doing that. I actually set like five minute alarm increments because I know that if I do that, then I'm just going to fall back asleep for hours. So I have like, when I wake up for work in the morning, I have alarms at like the 45, the 50, the 55, the hour. And like, (laughs) I literally fall back asleep in between each of them. So I need them. (laughs) I've learned that the hard way. So I've found what works for me now. Yeah. Yeah. A a few days ago, I set... I did the five minute thing. It was like five more minutes. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and it was like, I was supposed to be at work in 10 minutes. And oh I was like, gosh. oh my God. So I just like put pants on and ran out the door, but so I made it. <laughs> so I haven't used Skype and I don't know the last time I've used Skype. Yeah. 
I the only reason that I had used Skype is because I had found that Zoom and FaceTime legit just like did not work in our house with our internet. Um, and I'm not really sure why. And so I'm not going to ask any questions <laughs> other yeah. than, yeah, this works. <laughs> well, you have a good connection. I can hear you well. I can see you well. Yay. Not that this isn't a podcast. <laughs> Ooh, what's your mug? It's very Methodist. What is it? Uh, I got it from like a small church that I went to. Oh my God. Like for, did you like preach there and they gave you a little like thing? Uh, no. So one of my like friends, it was like a pastor there. And mm-hmm. so we just like dropped in one day to see him preach. And then they uh, gave us their visitor mugs and everything. Aww. That's so cute. I love, I have a little section of my kitchen on my hutch that like has all of my Methodist mugs. And so I have like four from, four different ones from Wesley because over the years they've all had different designs. Um, a couple of field ed mugs from the churches that I worked at from field ed. Um, one that has a little like morning prayer on the back of it. So when you're drinking your coffee, you can <laughs> reflect on the morning prayer um, oh, I also have a church plate too. It's I love getting like little trinkets from churches. I think they're so cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How, how many mugs do you have? Just in general? Yeah. How how many would you say? Oh God. Um. <laughs> I well, I know we purged a lot when we moved here. I was very picky about what we brought. Picky, quote unquote. And I feel like we probably still have like at least twenty. <laughs> Money. <laughs> I we don't have cups, so I feel like I should clarify. We use mugs as like our cups. We don't have like a cup set or anything. Um, so <laughs> pretty much, if you come over to our house and you want like to drink water or something, I'll give you a coffee mug because like that's what we have. <laughs> I would be fair with that switch. Mm-hmm. I like mason jars too. Yeah, yeah. Like we also have a good amount of mason jars. I have these big ones, like, I don't know how big they are, but they're, like, bigger than the normal size, and I'm like, oh, okay, it helps me drink my water. I'm like, if I can drink this whole mason jar of water, I'll be good. Yeah. (laughs) When we moved into our apartment, my roommates went to Goodwill and bought, like, an obscene number of, like, beer, like, beer mug glasses, and, like, that's (laughs) all we have now. Um, Zach had a bunch from Murphy's when they did logo nights, where you go and, like, I don't know, I think it's like a dollar for the glass and then you get free refills for the rest of the night. And yeah, we have a good amount of, of logo night glasses, but some of them some of them have broken over the years. Some have gotten lost in the moves, but my yeah. mugs all made it through. <laughs> I've got a Kentucky Derby mug from Murphy's. Nice. But the but the problem is it's like one of the tall ones. Mm. It's like I'll never drink anything out of it. So <laughs> it's just like sitting in the in the It's like your decoration. Cupboard. <laughs> Do you have a favorite mug? Um probably this one that I'm using. It is from the Starbucks Reserve in Chicago. It's like matte black and has a little star on it like etched into it. I don't know. It's just really chic. I like the shape of it. I know yeah. the listeners can't see, but <laughs> It's a cool mug. I like it. It's like, it keeps things warm. I don't know. I also like all of the little, like, um, the Starbucks Bend There mugs that have the little um, designs of, like, different cities that you go to. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has, like, their favorite mug. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, oh, my favorite one is Menards. I got <laughs> one from Menards. I just think it's funny. That's awesome. You should get, does Home Depot have mugs? I'm sure they do. <laughs> I I want to get Guinness a bandana. Oh, that'd be like cute. a little dog bandana. <sighs> so what's new with you? Honestly, since the last time we talked on the podcast, not a lot is new. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, that's a complete lie. The last time <laughs> I had um, was talking about like what I was doing, I was a barista. Um, now I'm still a barista, but I'm also a supervisor. So I moved oh, nice. up, um, <laughs> moved up at work and it's actually really fun. I, um, I'm in charge of the shift now and like deciding where people go, like who's going to be the person in the drive through who's going to be the person making drinks, running everybody's breaks, pulling all of the food, 
placing orders for everything. So it's definitely a lot different and a lot more um, like actual stuff that I have to be doing as opposed to like, oh, I get to go in and like make coffee. Um, but it's fun and I've gotten to know like all of my coworkers a lot better because of it. So I feel very, um, yeah, I think that's like the biggest thing that's been been different with me is just a little bit more responsibility at work, but also just like having more fun there and getting to know people better. I've gotten, we're getting a new manager, so that'll be fun. We're <laughs> transitioning the leadership team. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, I was very excited about the snow that happened yesterday. There's still some lingering on the ground, which the dogs have been really cute out in the backyard. Whenever we let them out, they're just like prancing and frolicking through the snow. It's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you about work because I know we talked yeah. about how it's nice to just like have a job and like not be doing homework all the time and like worrying about the next thing. Yeah. And I don't know. I thought it'd be interesting to hear like the check-in a few months later. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I definitely am really grateful and like happy that I have a job right now. Um, I know a lot of people are still out of work. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been really like just from a, from a pandemic standpoint, like it's really nice to have the social interaction. Um, and of course there are people who, um, you know, come into the store and they're not like wearing a mask or something. And like, you know, we have to have that conversation with them. Um, but for the most part, it's really just nice to, to get to see people out in the community and, um, make friends with my coworkers. That's been, um, really awesome, especially moving back moving in the middle of the pandemic where it was like I don't know I guess we just had all of these like plans of like oh we're so excited to like tailgate at football games and like Mm -hmm. get back into it and stuff and like obviously that hasn't happened so it's been really nice to have like work be my sense of community and then moving back here um it's also been nice and busy for the holidays like people are out and about um like grocery and Christmas shopping um, all the people on their way to work swinging by. So it's just fun to get to talk to people like, Oh, what you up to? Where are you going? Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think people are just like to have little conversations like that. People are a lot friendlier. I think now, <laughs> like oh, in the grand, like overall, I think people are a little bit friendlier now and like willing to talk about like themselves and their lives as opposed to like maybe pre pandemic type of times. Um, but yeah, yeah. Work has been good. It's been fun. Um, it's tiring, like doing the early morning shifts, but that is the perk of working at a coffee shop is that you get to have coffee in the morning. <laughs> yeah. How, how many cups do you, did you say you, you usually drink? Um, I have I, cut I back. I remember you said it, but I forgot. <laughs> yes, I've cut back. I, I was having like at least four shots of espresso in the morning and then like even more on my lunch. And now I'm like, I'm just going to stick with like a drip coffee. Like I'm just going to get like a dark roast or the pike roast with, with some cream and call it a day. Um, I've definitely mellowed on on my coffee consumption for sure. Cause I think there was a week where I was just like really jittery, like even at night. And so I was like, okay, something needs to change. Um, (laughs) How often but, do you go a day without caffeine? Um, I probably have caffeine every day. <laughs> probably have coffee every day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and Starbucks does the thing where, um, and I don't know if they like, I have the sun like blaring in my eyes right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they do this all the time or if it's just because we're still in the pandemic right now, but they do um, where if you work there, you get, um, well, every day that you work, you know, you get your, your coffee and food. Um, but even on days where you don't work, you can come through and like order a drink and a food and then it's free. So like, even on days where I don't work, I'm like, might as well just go get some coffee because it's free. Um, but yeah. (laughs) That's a good deal. It really, it honestly is. I like had tried to calculate out how much it was like worth wise of this. I'm going to like move where I'm sitting because the sun is blinding (laughs) um (laughs) now you get to see the other side of my kitchen there we go um there's so many combinations of Starbucks drinks too oh for sure yeah I love there are some people who come through the drive-thru and they're like 
can you make me a surprise drink? And so we're just like, yeah, do you want it like hot or do you want it cold? And that's pretty much like the only thing that we ask. And then we're just like, make them whatever we want. And they're like, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> have you ever like just, my favorite. have you ever just gone through and like put every topping into it or uh, a shot of everything? That would actually be gross. <laughs> just thinking about that. It. Oh man, that should be like a, like a punishment thing. Yeah. <laughs> like if you don't wear your mask. Right, right. If you forget your apron or something, you have to take all of the flavor shots. <laughs> that would honestly, I'm just thinking about that. We have a raspberry and then we have a peppermint and just even those two together, I think would be the worst thing in the world. So I would, if you want to try that, I would pay you money. <laughs> if you want to come through and order all of that, I will personally take care of it and pay you. <laughs> I, I have like an iron stomach though. I'd be fine. I don't know. You say that. <laughs> I don't think we can know until you actually try it. I mean, I guess not. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> well, I, I like that you like to talk about coffee. Yeah. I appreciate that, like, you have a job where you're, like, with coffee and you just, mm-hmm. like, talk about it. Yeah. That's something, that's something I was thinking about was, like, I like talking to you and I like talking to Zach when Zach will start talking about beans and you're, and you're like, like he talks to me. Like I, like I got a D in chemistry in high school, like biology. I'm not the one to be talking to about beans, (laughs) but I I like the passion. Yeah. Yeah. We have very specific interests at the moment. (laughs) Yeah. Zach's um, soybean research is going well. They've been, um, expanding like as a company and moving people around and just trying to figure out what works best and they they work closely with like their uh the company is based out of Argentina so they they work a lot with um the Argentinian offices and Zach's been able to like be a little bit more in on that so it's been cool to see like the inner workings of their what they're doing what they're trying to do with their their beans um (laughs) but yeah it's funny that we both both of our jobs right now revolve around some type of bean. (laughs) Have you ever learned about like how the bean gets processed? Which bean coffee or soy? Yeah. Coffee. (laughs) Um, I've learned a little bit about it for like, um, like the beginning training of like, they have like this online little seminar things that you click through about how the coffee is sourced and stuff. Um, but actually when Zach was in college, um, one of the classes that he took one semester, I can't remember what year we were in, um, but it was a class all about coffee production. And so he just spent the whole semester like legit learning about coffee and coffee production and um, what the different roasts mean about the harvesting and the, um, the drying of the beans. And then at the end of the semester, the professor was like, oh, we're going to have a family day. And so love everybody in the class, there was only like, 10 people in the class but everybody brought like their people and we came and he put on like a two-hour it was like a lecture tasting basically so he like it's like here are the beans that we're trying I'm gonna go through how they're made and farmed and harvested and then we're gonna try them and drink them and that was like that little like two-hour window was like the most I'd ever learned about coffee (laughs) and yeah it was so interesting like there are some beans that are, are harvested and made through monsoons. And so, like, that's a whole, like, an integral part of making the coffee taste how it does is literally having a monsoon, monsoon onto the beans. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. What does it, like, bring minerals or something? I think so. Honestly, or I don't like remember. Or, like, the pressure, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It, like, just, like, soaks into it and, like... That's that's really all I can tell you. The monsoon yeah. soaks into the beans. <laughs> it's not very scientific, but it was interesting at the time. <laughs> I've I've looked up some different things about like making coffee mm-hmm. because I've learned that I like dark roast. Yeah. Like very I really like dark roast and I mm-hmm. I don't like light roast. Yeah, the dark roast just taste better. They have a yeah. fuller flavor. Yeah. Yeah, but some people some people disagree with that. That's fair, yeah. But I, I don't know, like, what is different in our, like, palates. 
yeah. I wanted to know. And I think it and I think I narrowed it down to like the the acid. Mm-hmm. That light rose tastes more like acidic. Yeah. Yeah, and like there's also this would be another thing to talk to Zach about. You should have him on the podcast. <laughs> um <laughs> there's a gene in our bodies that um affects like our reactions to bitterness and I wish I could tell you like what gene it was. Um but there is a gene and it does react to bitterness like in coffee in particular and um again Zach did a whole class on it. He he did this project where um the point of the project was try to try to genetically engineer a coffee bean to uh, not activate the bitterness gene. Um, and his co- it was called like bitter, better coffee or something like that. It was really cute. Um, but yeah, they did this whole project to try to figure out like how to make coffee less bitter for people. Um, it was really interesting. I should ask him about that tonight. Yeah, that'd be home. a fun thing to talk to him about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he really does like he'll teach you. Yeah, for it's, sure. <laughs> it's really, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell you something about coffee. <laughs> now I'll remember it when we move on. Fair enough. Okay. Here, here's what I was gonna say. Oh yes. I was, I was thinking about coffee, and how like some people like it more bitter, some people mm-hmm. like it more acidic, and I was talking to Eva about this. About like, do you guys drink whiskey? I do not, but Zach does. That's like his fave. But Eva says it's just like a guy thing that guys drink whiskey. But <laughs> and I agree, but it's like I don't understand why. I don't know. I have some female friends who do like whiskey. But I think overall, yeah, it has been more of a, a guy thing. Maybe we're socialized. Maybe it's I more think of it a socialization is. thing, less than like a um I don't know what the other option would be. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it is a social socialization thing because when I drink whiskey, like part of me likes it. And then part of me is like, why would I not just drink like right. grape juice? <laughs> it's like hurts my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely think it's the, the whiskey is like, you know, got that little manly element to it. All of the advertising for the whiskey is like, enjoy it with your cigar. Like all that yeah, good yeah. stuff. So for sure. Yeah, but every time I drink a whiskey, I'm like, why? <laughs> it's just like torture. But then, but then, like, you're done and you're like, wow, I kind of want some more whiskey. Like, yeah, that was good. <laughs> I really want to, like, I'm not, I, I would drink whiskey, you know, if I like had to, but if there's other options, I'll go for other things. But I really do want to go on one of those like bourbon trails in Kentucky to all yeah. of the different distilleries. I think that would be really fun. And I yeah. think I would enjoy whiskey in that context. <laughs> it, it's so much like coffee where you learn like how it's made and yeah how it's processed like whiskey tea coffee breweries yeah those are fun to go to we went to a tea factory once in colorado it was um celestial seasonings they have like the sleepy time yeah, tea yeah. and like like all of the other kinds of teas um and we were just like in town and saw that this was a thing to do and we're like oh yeah we'll go like We'll see and then we show up and it's like this huge campus of like all of these buildings and like they have this whole tour uh I loved it it was so interesting to see like where they got the tea from how they dried it where they stored it I loved it if you ask Zach about it he's kind of salty because they made him wear a hairnet on his beard and it was just <laughs> like I don't want to do that um it was really funny though um but that it was so interesting I always love like I literally love anything like the how it's made, like anything like that of like, I just want to learn like more about this because I've just been like eating or drinking this and I have no idea. And it's really cool to learn about it. Yeah. I, especially with food. Mm-hmm. How, how do you like the how it's made stuff, but like technology? I haven't watched like, like the actual like show itself, how it's made. Um, but it was, it's really interesting. I've been watching this one show on Netflix called The Repair Shop, which is about, like, antique things and, like, really old, like, I don't know, family heirlooms that people have. And it just goes through the whole process of, like, the history of it and then the rest- restoration of it. And I, that's just, like, so interesting to me. I love, like, I don't know if it's the the storytelling element or if it's just just straight up learning more about something that I had no idea about, but it's just really interesting to me. I think it's cool. Um, 
I always think about those the little segments in um, Mr. Rogers where he would go to like the crayon factory or like <laughs> I don't know any other options off the top of my head, but those it's just like fascinating. Yeah. Would you be upset if I told you I've never seen Mr. Rogers? Oh, I don't know if I'm upset, but maybe disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Mr. Rogers. <laughs> wow. It is so wholesome, like like genuinely one of the most wholesome things I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if you would like it now, like as an adult, but <laughs> as a kid, it was great. <laughs> I will say I did watch the, the movie. Um, so there's like a Mr. Rogers documentary. I haven't seen that one, but there is a movie where Tom Hanks plays Mr. Rogers. And it came out like a year or two ago or something like that. And I think I cried through the entire movie. Like, they were just, it was so great. It was beautifully shot. It was very wholesome. Um, I would recommend that if you've never watched, like, an episode. Because it kind of is from the perspective of, like, this journalist is doing a story on Mr. Rogers and is like, what's up with this guy? Like, there's no way he's as nice as he says he is. And yeah. Like, <laughs> and it just, like, goes through their relationship. And it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, the only thing I have heard about Mr. Rogers is that his he always wore the sweater because his arms were full of tattoos. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I think, but I think that's a myth. Yeah, I think I, I'm not sure about that. I know he was like a Presbyterian minister, though. Um, so that's a cool fact. <laughs> Do Presbyterians allow tattoos? I would think so. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't see why they wouldn't either. I think. I'm always, I always see that, that fact about the tattoos come up. And then every time I'm like, I literally don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. I, just, like, I think it's BS. <laughs> I think it's just a story someone made up. Yeah. But cool story either way. <laughs> we'll pretend like it was. <laughs> For sure. Uh, so what else have we been watching? Oh man. We watch, we watch various like YouTube. You, you watch Queen's Gambit. No, I have not. I have. I, I just would have picked you as someone who would, who would watch that. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. My parents watched it and they were like, you would really like it. <laughs> so I feel like I need to watch it now. Um, no, honestly, we've been watching. <laughs> we're, we're on like season four of Shameless now. Um, it's all on Netflix. Um, well, the, the latest season, they're on like season 12 or something. It's like airing soon. Um so we've been watching that. That's been really funny. Um, there's a YouTube that we like, uh, Binging with Babish. He makes, um, he's like a chef. Well, he's not a chef, but he cooks um, and makes various foods from different, like, um, shows or movies. So, like, he'll do episodes of, like, I don't know, like, a Hogwarts feast in Harry Potter. Here's what we would have made. Or, like, um all of the scenes in Lord of the Rings when the hobbits are eating, he's like, I'm going to make some hobbit food. <laughs> like <laughs> does that. Um, and he has a new person. He like did a whole rebrand recently and brought on another um, person to do the show with him. And so they have a whole segment called her name is Sola. And so the, the segment is called stump Sola and they try to like, um, they have a wheel where they spin it and they make like, you know, if you're going to make this food today, but it has to be astronaut food or like you're going to make this, but it has to be sad. And like, So she's just like her trying to make different types of foods in different ways. And it's really interesting. She's brilliant. She's she's an actual chef. Um, and so it's just cool to like learn more about the food itself and then like see what people can do with it. So, yeah, yeah. that's fun. That's a fun way to make it like the expression of food. Right. And not right. just like eating, mm -hmm. but like it has more meaning to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What are you watching at the moment? Uh, I've been watching The Mandalorian. Oh, nice. Each week when it comes out. Um, my, that, so my Zach friend, has watched that, yeah. Yeah, I love Star Wars. Has he like watched all of it? I don't think he's totally caught up, um, but he has watched a good amount of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love Star Wars. Uh, and then my friend has been, like, begging me to watch anime. Nice. Which and one are you watching? I watched a couple the other night, and I <laughs> I didn't like <laughs> it. Not into it? Yeah. No, not yeah. really. No, I But <laughs> he was, like, begging me. 
And so I was like, I'll, I'll make you a deal. You listen to this album that I really like, and then I'll watch anime. And he didn't listen to the whole album. So in fairness, I don't have to watch all the anime. <laughs> Which anime was it that you watched? Uh, I There was one on... I don't was know. Was it like Naruto? No, my little brothers love Naruto. Uh, I say these things, I say these names of shows like I've watched them. I have not watched them. Zach has watched anime. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I have no hate for someone that does like it. It's just oh, yeah, not my sure. thing. I, I, I think we're on the same wavelength yeah. here. <laughs> like, I, like it does, I don't have any beef with it. I just, mm-hmm. not a huge fan. Yeah. Um, I will say, we have been watching, um, I never have seen Avatar, The Last Airbender, um, and that was, like, that, like, the middle of the pandemic, when we had, like, run out of things, run out of things to watch, and Zach was just like, wait, you've never seen Avatar? And I was like, no, (laughs) and so we're, we're like, halfway through Avatar now, it's, that's really cute, like, if you, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I feel like there's like a definite like this is anime and this is not anime, which may not even be true. But I um, I think a big factor in it is like anime is made in Japan, right? So yeah. like Avatar is like an American, right? Uh, like it's an American version of anime, but it it has like you know like different aspects of it or different uh, ingredients, I guess. Yes, yeah, that could be like you're you're in. To anime. Well, I did watch anime, <laughs> or I did watch uh, Avatar when it first came out. Oh, okay. I I really liked it. I was ex- I watched a few episodes of it on Netflix, so I was happy about that. Yeah. Apparently, it's considered like a like really good show, like a yeah. really good oh yeah, like a, a child show because it talks about all these like big big oh, my ideas. Gosh, yeah, they're always talking about like. Like, literally, the, the topics range from, like, you know, like, interpersonal relationships or, like, romantic feelings to, like, genocide of people groups. Like, yeah. <laughs> the range is, yeah, it's it's a great show. I would totally, like, whenever we have kids, I'm going to be like, you guys, you guys should watch Avatar. <laughs> Just, like, every, every parent is, like. Right. Like, I can't wait to show my kids this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what was it that your parents couldn't wait to show you? Oh man, we, I don't know, like, I, I would be really interested to ask them this question, because like, I, I really do want another answer, I'll probably ask them this, um, but I always, rem- I remember like, growing up, we would have um, family dance nights, where it was like, I feel like it was always like on a Friday night, we would blast like, my parents' favorite music for like, an hour in the living room and just like dance around. I feel like music was more there, like, I want to show you this rather than like TV or movies type of things. So yeah, we would, we would be listening to lots of like Paul Simon, Tom Petty, other various <laughs> bands from the seventies, eighties and nineties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, I feel like that was um, kind of more there. I want to show you this type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. My my sister was, you know, she was quite a bit older than me, mm-hmm. and she it, she made it a point to show me like all these things from the nineties. Nice. Like she made sure I'd watch like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like <laughs> all these like Nicktoons shows. Like these are cultural icons that you yeah. must know about. <laughs> Backstreet Boys and Sync. So last year for Christmas, I got her Backstreet Boys tickets. Sweet. And her <laughs> went. And it was pretty fun. <laughs> was it good? Like, was it a good time? Yeah, it was. It was a really good show. That's awesome. Like, I guess their thing has always been that they're like, it's like a show. It's like, like they a live dance. performance. Yeah, yeah, like they dance. There's like lasers, and it was it was crazy. That's so fun. I've thought a lot about this. Which, like, first off, what was your last concert that you went to? Oh man, the last concert that we went to was probably it was out in North Carolina and I think it was I think it was St. Motel in Raleigh um 
But before that, I, I literally can't remember if it was that or we went to a Mumford & Sons concert in Raleigh as well. So <laughs> that might have been our last concert. Um, but yeah. What is a Mumford & Sons concert like? <laughs> was it like an arena, like a theater? Yeah, we were in like the the big arena in Raleigh's. So like where the, um, I don't I don't even think they have a basketball team. I feel like Charlotte has a basketball team. But it's where, like, the hockey team plays. Like, it's the big arena, basically. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was it was actually really good. Like, they're just, like, good musicians. And, like, um, I don't know. Their songs have a very, like, spiritual undertone to them. So there were points of the show where, legit, it felt like we were, like, all at this, like, churchy place. <laughs> like, they yeah. were, like, you are loved. And I'm, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> But it was fun. It was very wholesome. I will say it was very wholesome. Um, but like bluegrass wholesome. Um, <laughs> That's fun. Was, yeah, yeah, it was fun. For sure. The other one we went to, the St. Motel one, I feel like there were other people there with them. I just can't remember. Um, but that was in like a littler theater um, that like does shows, basically. It was like their whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. What was the last one that you went to? <laughs> the last one I went to was a band called Goldfinger. Okay. And it's another band that my sister, like, she grew up listening to. They're like like a ska and punk band. Nice. So we went to that in in January. And if you went to that now, you would absolutely get COVID. (laughs) Because it was like, like, you put your hands up and it's like packed. So like, you can't move your hands or anything. If you went now, you would absolutely get COVID. You would. It's it's oh, for gross. Sure. But you think about like when you're in those crowds and like how sweaty people are and yeah, it's, like, I don't even want to think about that anymore. Like <laughs> like Zach and I, we would go to concerts like all the time. That was like one of our like favorite date nights that we would do. Is like we would try to always be on the lookout for concerts, basically. Um, like even from like smaller venues up in Chicago, like basement of bars like let's just see who's playing and like yeah go um and they were always so fun and now when I think about doing that I'm just like oh it like (laughs) repulses me (laughs) I really hope that that feeling changes because I really do that's like yeah I really do miss like going to concerts and like having that whole experience is very much like at least a part of like me and Zach's like relationship of like we've always enjoyed doing that so I kind of miss being able to go and do that with him for sure. Yeah, definitely. What band would you want to see if you could, you know, conjure up a a concert right now? Oh, man. I have been really into the Foo Fighters lately. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just really like Dave Grohl as a person. Um, I hope he's not horrible. I've literally Googled, like, is Dave Grohl a bad person just to, like... (laughs) Because, like, I don't know, you never know with people, and <laughs> he seems pretty cool. Um, yeah, I feel like that would be just, like, a really good concert experience, like, just listening to the Foo Fighters at full volume in person. Um, I don't know who else they would be playing with, but I think that would be super fun. Um, yeah, I also, yeah, um, yeah I, feel like, I feel like that would be my... Like, ah, if I could go to a concert right now, Foo I would Fighters. really like to go to a Foo Fighters concert. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. I've thought about mine. Um, I'd say probably Billie Eilish. Ooh, that would be really good. Yeah, I really like Billie Eilish. And I was disappointed to see she wasn't on my Spotify unwrapped. Oh, like your top, top artist? Five. Yeah, yeah, I feel do like it had to have been your, close. Do you have your top list? I want to know your people. Yeah, I'll, I'll see. I know, I'm trying to scroll. Oh, I found mine. My- I have to say, I think, I think my fifth one is an outlier. <laughs> so my, my, at number five, I had Kanye West. <laughs> and I don't, I like Kanye West, yeah, but yeah, I'm not like sure. crazy about him. Right. But so you're like, like, why are you top five? Like, but one one five. weekend, I was I drove to Chicago, so that's like you know three hours there, three hours right. back, plus whatever driving you do in the city. 
Did you so, like Blair Kanye the whole time? I listened to every album. Nice. Like every Kanye album. Like and I was like, wow, there really are no bad songs on any of yeah. these albums. Like you gotta listen to all of them. So yeah, I think so that funny. skewed my my <laughs> results. Yeah. My my top genre was lo-fi beats. And I know for a fact that it's because I wrote my master's thesis this year and literally only listened to, there's this one Spotify playlist called Chill Lo-Fi Study Beats. Yeah, I use that one too. Yep. (laughs) And I pretty much just had that like, and then like, you know, after the playlist ends, it goes into like lo-fi radio or like songs based on this playlist. And so I would just like let it play all day, every day. (laughs) And lo and behold, it's my top genre. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely use like the the study beats yeah. like playlist and it's to the point now same. where like if I like I can recognize like a, a lo-fi study beats song, I'm like, "Oh, you're playing this playlist right now." It's like an actual <laughs> problem. <laughs> well, do, so, do you feel so like when you're your... Quick question. Do you feel like when you're studying, like if you don't have that noise, you just get distracted? For sure. I at least have to have like something on in the background, whether it's my, my lo-fi study beats or the other. So this was my top artist for last year on Spotify, Brandy Carlisle. I listened to all of her, like every single one of her albums, every time I would write any paper for graduate school, which was a lot of the time. Um, so I was like always listening to Brandy Carlisle. Um, and yeah, I just like to have something on in the background, whether it has lyrics or not. I think I think maybe now I'm more inclined to not listen to anything that has lyrics when I'm trying to concentrate. Um, but I do like, you know, I do like to have some lyrics here and then because I'm like, it's nice to be able to just take a break and like keep listening to the music. But yeah, yeah I found that if I don't have anything, then I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> why yeah. am I sitting here at my computer? <laughs> If if I'm in like a coffee shop or something, I have to have that music For because sure. I can't focus. So I listen to other people's conversations. Oh my gosh, that's the best. <laughs> or like whatever noise is going on, I can't yeah. focus. Yeah, there was a time in undergrad where I was. I found this website. Well, somebody sent it to me. I didn't find it. Um, it was called like ambientmixer.com um, or something, and you could like set so you could like choose what environment you wanted. So you know, some people like to have like rainforest sounds or like I don't know ocean waves um or there's other ones where it's like you can pretend like you're in a coffee shop right now I made one that was um the Ravenclaw study room at or the Ravenclaw <laughs> common room that had like papers ruffling and like you could edit like you know if you wanted more of this sound and less of this sound and so I like had created my my perfect Ravenclaw common room <laughs> list <laughs> All right, so looking at the Spotify, yeah. Um, how many how many minutes did you listen to? Let's see, I listened thirty two thousand two hundred and sixty five minutes. Dang, <laughs> I thought I was like I thought I would listen to a lot, and then I'm hearing numbers like that, and I'm like, yeah, whoa. What's yours? Mine was twenty four thousand. Twenty four thousand five. A lot. Yeah. I I think another thing to keep in mind though is. I listen to like 60,000 minutes of podcasts. Oh, dang. Yeah. Like I, I just play podcasts all the time. So I think that's like it took away from some of that time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. See, I just like would let it play all day, basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, start at your number five artist. For top artist. Can I, when- can I take a guess that Taylor guess? Swift is Taylor swift on this list she is on this list but she's not number five <laughs> okay so my number five is drumroll maggie mumford rogers and Sons. <laughs> no mumford and Sons is not on this list <laughs> no my number five is maggie rogers and then my number five song is now i'm in it by heim so what's okay your are we are we going like five sure <laughs> okay sounds cool. good my I, mean, I love five. people's Spotify unwrapped, so I'm I'm so excited to see yours. Yeah, well, I know everyone like posted theirs, and people get annoyed, but like I actually like I like find it so interesting. People listen to, and then and then you're like, oh, we listen to the same music, right? Yeah. Uh, my number five was Kanye West. 
And again, and I think that's a little skewed. I, I will I will add that over the summer I listened to this podcast that was like dissecting his gospel album. Oh, and nice. then I went back and I listened to the gospel album like five times. Nice. I was because I was just like, maybe I missed something the first time because I, right. I don't know. I found it interesting. So like I revisited <laughs> his gospel album that might have skewed it a little bit more, too. Yeah. Uh, my number five song is Get What I Need, which is by Goldfinger. Nice. I don't know why that one's on the list. <laughs> I, I don't think I listen to that song that often. But <laughs> My number four is Still Woozy. And then my number four song is Goodie Bag, which is also by Still Woozy. <laughs> What's Still Woozy? Um, I feel like the genre of that is like bedroom pop or like kind of again in the lo-fi <laughs> like Let me... I don't know just very like electronic but like not like whoop 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 but like more like just like chill vibes I guess you could say but it's just like Ooh, one I'm... dude I think okay I'm listening to it now it's good it's pretty chill yeah I like that yeah, yeah it's just nice to have on <laughs> Which, like, very clearly, I had it on a lot. <laughs> All right, so my number four... All right, my number four song is Wallflower, which is another song by Goldfinger. <laughs> another Goldfinger? Nice. I, I do. That, that's a new song, though. Uh, my number four band is Neck Deep, which is... Have you heard of them? I have not. But it's, like, sense. emo, like, like teenage girl-type emo. Nice. So, neck deep. I, I don't know what to say. I, do. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I do you like neck deep? Nice. My number three artist is Taylor Swift. Um, that's where she comes onto this. I really, really, really um, was into folklore. I listened to that a lot. I also was really into, um, I mean, I say that I'm really into it. I can't even remember the name of the album. If it was called Lover, if it was called Daylight, or what it was called. The one right before Folklore. Um, I listened to that a lot. Like, when I was cleaning the house, I'd put that on. Um, my number three song is Funky Galileo by the band Sure Sure. Um, also <laughs> another, like, chill vibes type of music. <laughs> I, I have gotten to this mode where i just listen to albums mm, mm-hmm. i love like downloading a whole album and just listening and just to straight it straight listening to it yeah yeah so like i listen to the taylor swift album mm-hmm. like i went through the kanye west albums versus like just picking out the song that you want to hear right you can like listen to how the like album comes together yeah it's like a whole piece yeah yeah i think like rap and like hip-hop albums are really interesting because like sometimes the beats legit like just blend together Mm-hmm. So you'll listen to like three songs and you don't even know. And you're like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I today I started um the a Black Sabbath, the, nice. the album Paranoid, because like all of that just like goes together and yeah. like, wouldn't even know it was different songs. That's fun. All right. So my my number three artist Goldfinger, mm-hmm. and my number three song is Stay a While, which is by Newfound Glory. Which is another like pop punk. <laughs> nice. I'm sensing a theme in both of our. <laughs> I, I think like this is true. Like this is what I listen to. But I feel like there's more. I feel like it's more diverse than they make it seem. Oh yeah, there's definitely more range. But like, it is but fun to. Those like, are the where state- do I land? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My number two artist is Haim the sister group um i love them so much and my number two song is what a shame by the band holly spelled h-o-l-l-y-y um they're a band from chicago and the the singer the guy who you know is the singer in the band um his his name is tanner he lived across the hall from zach in undergrad and when he lived in scott hall um and so they you know we, you know, it's like, oh, hey, a person that I know started a band. Like, I'm going to listen to it, of course. Yeah. And <laughs> I love their music. It's very, like, 
um, soulful, bluesy. They have trumpets in some songs. Some are more, some are more like upbeat, um, like rock, and others are more like slow soul vibes. Um, but I really like them. I think they're really talented, and they're out of Chicago, which is always cool to see local bands like do things. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? This is random, but did you know that Ario Speedwagon is from Champaign? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Ario Speedwagon is from Champaign. No way, I did not know that. Yeah, I think there's like a street named after them. That's amazing. But the the guy did like the Illinois homecoming. Like the lead singer did the homecoming like virtual concert. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I had no idea. Yeah. I feel like that should, would be something that like... You know, they would be like, hey, Ario Speedwagon is from here or whatever. (laughs) I mean, not to knock (laughs) Ario Speedwagon, but I feel like there's a lot of cooler things. Oh, for (laughs) sure. For sure. (laughs) I think they get lost in the shuffle, but. Yeah. Have you watched or listened to the Song Exploder episode about Ario Speedwagon? No, I haven't. Have you, like, so Song Exploder, it started as a podcast, which. I didn't know that. And I found it when it came on to the Netflix as a show. Um, but there's like all of these episodes of podcasts before and an artist comes on and they just explain like this song, like how their whole process and creating it, um, their whole like inspiration behind it. And um, yeah, so it's just, it's really, I, I don't know. I think that's really interesting. Like how, how artists create and make their songs. And then like at the end, of course, like, you know, you get the finished product. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, their episode is the one that's on Netflix and season two actually just dropped. So I'm like, I'm excited to to watch it. All right. I'll take a look for that. What, what's it called again? Song Exploder. Song Exploder. Yes. Okay. I'll take a look. Yeah. Okay. Are we, are we at me now? I think so. Okay. My number two artist is machine gun kelly nice nice and, and my number <laughs> two song is bloody valentine by oh. machine gun kelly yeah <laughs> i really like his album like his <laughs> pop punk album yeah i liked him before that and then he put out a pop punk album and just catered exactly to my yeah taste. he's like i knew i know exactly <laughs> what kenny wants and it's this <laughs> that's funny all right, so my number one artist is Sure Sure. They are a group of dudes from California. Very, very chill vibes. Um, and then my number one song is Summer Girl by Haim. I, I love that song, and I love them. I'm kind of, I was kind of bummed that they weren't my number one album. I was like, dang. But, or my number one artist, but yeah, uh, at least they get the top song spot. So... <laughs> My top song is Concert for Aliens, which is also by Machine Gun Kelly. Nice. And then that my sounds top, cool. <laughs> my top artist is Blink-182. Classic. They, they were like the, like the artist of the decade or whatever yeah. last year. They're like yeah. the staple. That's you awesome. can always go back to it. For sure. I think Brandi Carlisle was my artist of the decade last year. Yeah. yeah. I, fun fact. Um, the first concert that I ever went to, so we talked about the last concert that we went to, the first one that I went to, um, I was in, I think I was in eighth grade, and it was, the lineup started as follows. Manchester Orchestra was like the the little band um, at the beginning, and then the second band, this was up at uh, Tinley Park at the amphitheater up there, it was for the Honda Civic Tour, <laughs> like when that was going on, um, the number two band. My Chemical Romance, and then the number Wait, one. Wait, what's had, Manchester? Man, it was Manchester Orchestra. Um, That's like have, an orchestra. No, no, it's just the name of their band is Manchester Orchestra. Um, oh. I feel like if you looked up some of their songs, you would know like some of them. Um, right. But at the time, I had no idea who they were, and they were like just starting, so I was like, okay. Um, and I was also in eighth grade, and I was like, whatever. But the headlining band for this concert was Blink One Eighty Two, um, and it was like. That was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. I was literally just this like eighth grade girl. Like, that was the first out. concert you went to. Yeah, it was the first one I went to. Yeah. That's really cool. My was, Chemical Romance. Yeah, yeah it that's was awesome. 
<laughs> it was great. I went with my friend and her dad and her older brother, and we just like hung out, listened to really good music, and we got a uh, Culver's on the way home. I think. That's fun. <laughs> I got really excited when my MCR got back together. Yeah. And then, no concerts this year, but I was I know. like stoked. <laughs> yeah. My first concert was, I went with my parents to Assembly Hall, State Farm Center. Nice. And we saw Joan Jett and the Blackhearts <laughs> and then Cheap Trick. <laughs> nice. That's so fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was with my parents. It was pretty awesome. fun. Nice. And then, so we went to, like, I remember we went to, like, two concerts around the same time. My, uh, you're, and you were, we were talking about, like, what did your parents want you to listen to? Yeah, yeah. My dad loved this singer named Jerry Jeff Walker. Like that, like by far, it was his favorite singer, and he actually passed away like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And our family was super bummed about it because like Aww. it made us just think about my dad. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like we went to see him, and that was like the most excited I've ever seen my dad. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like, that's he was so going fun. crazy. So <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. <sighs> oh. Uh, <laughs> Who who do you think was the biggest uh, the snub of your Spotify Wrapped? Ooh, the snub of my Spotify Wrapped. Hmm, I feel like I feel like again. I still listen to a lot of Brandy Carlisle um, this past year, and as well as uh, the Avett Brothers. And so I was kind of surprised to see that neither of them made it onto at least my top list, considering they were like my number one and two artists last year. Um, and man, talk about another good live show. The Avett Brothers, they put on a really great show. Um, and like they have this like fiddle player and like she's really awesome. And they have like whole songs like and like interludes completely just for her. So she can just like go off on this fiddle. Um <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think I think those were probably my two snubs for my my Spotify wrapped. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Well, first off, the fiddle is such like if you know how to play the violin, like that's such a flex. Yeah, I'd honestly, it's so hard. Yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> it's cool. Like it's like kind of a nerdy instrument, but like it's super cool <laughs> how to play it. Yeah, I would flex it. <laughs> <laughs> I think my biggest snub would be Billie Eilish. Yeah, yeah. I listen I listen to that a lot. And I I don't know how they got this, but my top genre genre was rap. Nice. But like none of those are rap other than Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they got so did you it. listen to like other like I don't know. That's so interesting how they come up with uh, these things. <laughs> yeah. I mean I listen to a lot of rap, but Yeah. I don't know. Not like one consistent person, I guess, then, who would be aside from Kanye. (laughs) Yeah. One, an artist that I have just started listening, not just started, but like after my Spotify wrapped came out, um, that pretty much I've been exclusively listening to for the past like month has been Brittany Howard, um, who was the lead in Alabama Shakes um, when they were banned and now she has her own solo projects. Her stuff is great. If you haven't listened to it, would highly recommend. Gotcha. I'll take a look for that too. So we got Sound Sound Exploder and Brittany Howard. Yeah. (laughs) My recommendations. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying to listen to like like chill music. Mm -hmm. So I've I just downloaded um, a band called Beach Bunny. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you listen to them? Yeah. Um. They've come up on uh the radio station that Zach and I listen to, Alt Nation. Yeah. Um, in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I think so they're I... from Chicago. Really? Yeah. I'm like ninety nine percent sure. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to that because I I like that it's just like chill. Yeah, they're from Chicago. Interesting. Sweet. Well, I'm sure it won't be hard to see them sometime. Yeah. But, First concert post pandemic. It's funny. <laughs> I'll take whatever I can get. Honestly, same. <laughs> I think I might have tweeted this a while ago, but I said, uh, like, I don't care if it's a monkey playing bongos. Like, like I'll start a mosh pit. 
I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to go. You're ready for that mosh pit. <laughs> All right. Well, we are at an hour. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and my roommate asked if I would take him to the mechanic. So <laughs> I got to take him Sounds to get his pickup car. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank One last question, though. Yeah, for sure. What is the whitest thing that you do? <laughs> the whitest thing that I do? Oh, probably my various, like, expressions of, like, like, when people ask me, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, it's going. Or, like, <laughs> I'm, like, walking through the store, like, moving around people. And I'm like, oh, like, yeah, <laughs> my ope is very white, very Midwestern. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, my, there's like the little random, like dumb expressions where I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> I've noticed how much I say alrighty. Yeah. Oh, alrighty. Alrighty then. Alrighty. <laughs> or I just go, yep. yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's so funny. There was a chart that I saw. So I follow this one Twitter page called Midwest. I don't know. Something Midwest. Basically. Is it Midwest versus everybody? I think it is. Yeah. Um, and they had this chart that was like all of the different variations of saying yes or no. And it was like, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that's so true. And they all have different meanings. Yeah. So yeah. I, and we so, just know no, yeah, mean. no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's my my claim to, to whiteness right there. <laughs> we'll have to leave a bunch of links in the in the description on this yes, for sure of, for uh, uh britney howard song exploder midwest versus everybody we've got we got all kinds of stuff yeah how <laughs> beans are know. how coffee beans are processed <laughs> leave a syllabus for a sex class yeah. <laughs> we didn't know this was going to be educational but it was yeah there you go you, yeah look at you <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your time today. Yeah, of course. And thank you for being the first and the most recent guest on Breakfast Benediction. Yeah. Thanks for having me anytime. Yep. I appreciate it. And I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. And talk to Zach too. Yeah. Maybe we can get everybody on a call. Honestly, that would be so fun. Zach would be a really interesting person to interview. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All righty. Well, yeah. I'll talk to you. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. I see. I do it all the time. I can't help it. <laughs>